Hi guys, just want to say thank you for everything you guys are doing. My dog went from this uncontrollable hooligan to a very calm and confident dog. I want to say so much more than this, but thank you. He's probably still the hooligan, but he's a well-behaved hooligan because you don't want to. That's what matters. You don't want to work that hooligan out of that dog. All right, so, so. I love those. Hooligans. So, who's that person? That was Emmanuel. So Emmanuel, all that—that's code word for you've been busting your ass, and I'm really proud of you. Next. Hey everybody, how are you? It's Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Training, and this is the What Would Jeff Do show on Wednesday. Wednesday, it's posted. Oh, I, got, I posted up. You posted it yesterday. And I posted it last <laughs> night. You know what? I went to go to. You know why? Because when I go when I go to when I go to it, it doesn't let me book later now. Really? For some, yeah, it doesn't let me schedule for some re- weird reason. So this is a What Would Jeff Do show. It's a 90-minute show. It's myself and Joel, and it's um, a problem-solving show. We pretty much solve your dog training problems. You ask a question, we give you an answer. And um, you'll hear us talk a lot about punishment because that's how you stop unwanted behaviors. We also, we just came back from um, Oahu. Um, and um, before Oahu, we were in Austin. We actually went from Austin directly to Oahu. And I had a great time in the North Shore of Oahu. That's our coffee. I know. <laughs> and I, I, I've had a cough <laughs> and a broken toe in Oahu. And it was great. And now I'm back. Um, and then the seminars, which are, uh, it's, which is Jeff Kelman's seminars, we're looking for new locations. In fact, we might be announcing Toronto next week. Um, we're still looking for a place in Calgary. We're still looking for a place um, in the Phoenix area, in the San Diego area. It could be also Tucson, um, Denver area. So we're still looking for some select locations. But before you suggest a location that I did not mention, go to Jeff Gelman seminars because almost every place that everybody mentioned it's like, how about here? It's like, we're already going to be there. Like, look at Jeff Gelman's seminars. So please look at those. And those are also problem-solving seminars where we you can bring any dog with any behavior. I don't care how aggressive it is. I don't care how anxious it is. I don't care out of how leash-reactive it is. Your dog is welcome with open arms, and that will stop that weekend. Will we, quote-unquote, fix it? No, but it'll stop. Um, and then we'll show you how to um, continue on with that. So that's really, really exciting. A lot of great breakthroughs happen there. A lot of human training happens. A lot of human coaching and human training happens. And then we were at the training center, which is where we're at now, Solid Canine Training. And the training center is um, seven days a week. We do mostly board and trains. We also do some one-on-ones. And um, we actually do a puppy class as well. We're starting a reactive, a real reactive class, which is going to be a one or two session class where... Joel and I will show you how to like really just stop your dog's reactivity. It's not that hard to do. We'll show you six six techniques. Maybe we'll even announce that six techniques to to stop. And out of one of them fucking techniques, one of them is going to work. Um, and it'll be right here live. <clears throat> your dogs will be there. All the dogs will be there. And believe it or not, within about one hour, all the dogs will be doing downstays right next to each other. That's just how my seminars are. That's how it'll be here. Um, so what you can do is ask a question down below. There's also a dollar sign. A couple of people are like, what's that dollar sign for? That's something called top chat, super chat. Um, a lot of, it's something YouTube has done. A lot of people like to throw us a little bit of cash because they've appreciated the, the, the massive amounts of free content that we've been giving out, you know, over the years. Um, uh, uh, uh which is interesting. 
um, or your, your your question goes to the top of the queue. So that also happens. But we, you don't have to pay to play. We get through all the questions. Depends on how many rants you know th that I go on, and I try to keep it limited. All right. So here we go. Let's ask the questions. <clears throat> Joelle, what do you got? David Smith. Good evening. Welcome back. Hey, David Smith. Hey, David. Deanna, my pup was very fearful at 12 weeks old. He's five months now and still very fearful. It's hard to walk him or get his attention off if the people around us even from a distance. Okay. So getting his attention off of people from a distance is not a fear thing. 12 weeks old, a lot of dogs are fearful. It's a stage that they go through. So that's that's quite that's quite normal. Um, what I want you to do is this. Number one, if you're having a hard time walking your dog, in a minimum what you should do is you should have your dog on a prong collar. So prong collars look barbaric, but they're not. It's probably the safest way to actually to walk your dog. Plus, you also need dog training. Um, but a prong collar is going to get your dog to be walking on a leash properly, give your dog the proper information that it needs to, stop paying attention to everything else. It's going to make you valuable. Ironically, I just put up on... Um, my Patreon page tonight, an uncut video of the 180 move, the true 180 move. I just put that up on Patreon this afternoon. People can check out the Patreon page for a lot of our seminar footage. Joelle's been doing a great job getting content up. The photo album actually just went up um, for Hawaii uh, this morning. And then you did a beautiful recap. And if anybody wants to see Joel and I surfing, it's up there too. It's on both our Facebook page and our um, um Instagram page is as well. Next. <clears throat> Michelle, good evening, Jeff and Joelle. Hope Hawaii treated you well. Hawaii is great. We're actually probably going back there as soon as possible. Next. <clears throat> um, Deanna said, I have him on remote collar now after using only a prong for obedience with the fearful puppy. So good. So again, these are just tools. So there is training involved with everything. There's training involved with everything. What we do with a remote collar, um, we're not seeing a lot of other people do. Um, it's not just about pushing buttons. There's a timing issue. There's a level issue. There's a, a, a learning theory issue. Um, um, so there's so many ways you can use a remote collar. Next. Melissa, good evening, Jeff Joel, and everyone in the chat. Hey, Melissa. Hey, how are you? David Smith. Owner I'm working with, owner I'm working is dealt with separation anxiety, so I showed her the Max videos. She feels better and knows she can work through this with me. Yeah, I mean, m you know, most separation anxiety we fix in 24 hours. I hate to use the word fix, but it stops. 20, 24 hours. I think, I actually don't believe in containment phobia. So um, we've dealt with some dogs that are, that you know, put it this way, in, in 15 years of my career of mostly doing boarding trains, um, thousands and thousands of dogs. We've had one dog that we struggled getting created for the first three days, but then it went five weeks fine, and now it does fine. So one, that's one. Meanwhile, so many dogs come in here, and they're like, my dog can't be created. I'm like, it gets created the first night, and it shuts up. Like, if you guys listen right now, There's 15 dogs within 50 feet of us, and nobody's making noise. Next. Crixis. Hello, Jeff and Joelle. Started walking dog after three months with broken leg. Was a shit show till about a dozen walks. Looking good now. Now he picked up the Wesley Wines. It's so annoying. Yeah, well, dogs with... Oh, my with, God. They have a name now? The Wesley yeah, Wines? Yeah, so, so dogs with broken legs are challenging to walk sometimes. Next. Um, it's Zims. Hi, J&J. &J. Welcome back. Hey welcome, hey, welcome back to you. So we're happy to be back. We did, I think we only missed one show while yeah, we were gone. Yeah, only Monday night because we were on a plane. A plane, but but we did shows at, I think it was 11 or 12 o'clock East Coast time. Yeah, they were late. They were late, but they were there. You can watch the replays next. 
It Zims. Hi, J&J. Welcome back. Oh, I just read that. Mike says welcome back as well. Thanks, Mike. Heather, hi, you two. I'm a loyal lurker. Oh. Put that on a mug. That's great. We love our lurkers. Thanks. You're not yeah. a, now you're not a lurker anymore. Now you're an active participant. You're an active participant. Next. Angela, I have a 10 and a half month old puppy who recently began barking and growling at occasional strangers. Yep, 10 months it's old. Completely random. What's the best way to stop this? Thanks. Okay. You guys are great. Uh, 10 months old, that's very, very normal. Not acceptable, but normal. So, um, Rumo collar, hit the stop barking at random strangers button or a leash and prong collar and pop um, when it does that. And you want to just tell it no, no, and then consequence. No, and then consequence. It doesn't go away. If anything, the, the dogs, I have a slogan. I'm sure I didn't make up the slogan, but, um, you know, dogs don't grow out of it. They grow into it. Next. OM Kids Yoga. When can you sign up for the reactive class? Um, we're gonna, we have to make the description first. Um, let's make this a goal. The end of the month. By the end of November, beginning of December, we will announce it. In fact, we, we're around a little bit in January. Let's start in January. In fact, let's do this. Excuse me, I think it's going to be a two-week two, two week class. Let's just do it in January. Yeah. Yeah, next. Um, Andrea, hi, Jeff and Joelle. Is it okay to pop my five-month-old pup on the butt when he's not behaving? You can pop your eight-week-old butt on the butt if it's not behaving. That's not proper training at all, but I have no problem at all. Like, all these people that are like, I would never hit my dog. There's a big difference between whacking your dog on the nose for, like, getting in your shit to whacking your dog on the butt for being a pain in the ass or barking out a window and beating up or kicking your, your dog abusively. There's really a big difference. And a lot of people are like, I would never hit my dog. I'm like, like if that's what you think is called hitting, like, come on. I mean, did you see the Fupal video that we that Joelle made? You know, it's like, she hit me five times on the show. Like, would I call that hitting? No. So people have to really chill out when it comes to, like, using their hands on the dog. Like, theoretically, if a 10 or 12-week-old puppy growled at you over the food bowl, that dog should be scruffed and tossed. Not to, to harm it, but it's like, did you just growl over me over food? Well, if I don't stop it at 10 weeks old, you're going to grow into that. But let me tell you right now, young man or young lady, you don't growl over food. And guess what? They stop. Next. $10 top chat from Prairie Pack. Training dog to not eat acorns is excessive and yard has a ton. Using out command with e-collar correction. Dog drops acorn but will continue with different acorns or other times. What would Jeff do? Stop saying out. Just correct high. Next. Uh, $5 top chat from Brandy. Hi, guys. I adopted a 10-year-old Bichon. Trouble with him trying to escape front door, and he barks obsessively when I'm gone. Thanks, Brandy and Virginia. Okay, so a 10-year-old dog probably has a lot of practice bad behaviors. Number one, get a bark collar for the dog. So when your dog barks in the front door when you're gone, it sounds like the dog, the dog is not crated. So number one, crate the dog. So crate the dog. Put a bark collar on the dog. Teach the dog thresholds and teach the dog boundaries and teach the dog recall. So if it does walk out of it, pretty much teach that dog it doesn't go across that threshold at all without permission. And that's all done with dog training and with a leash. Next. Tim, I could use some clarification on the 20 hours of a day in a crate for young puppies. If I'm home and theoretically could keep an eye on him all day, should I still be creating that? Yes. Yeah. Or you will have a separation anxiety puppy. So when I say 20 hours in a crate... Most puppies need 18 to 20 hours of sleep a day. So when does it, so even if the dog is, even if you're home, the puppy still needs sleep. 
It still needs to be sleeping, or you're gonna have a nipping, tired, exhausted puppy. So, and you're gonna have a puppy that's always gonna have an on switch and never an off switch. So, literally, the best time to crate it also is when you are home. It's like I'm here, you're in the crate, and you're calm. Or you're gonna have a separation anxiety issue, most likely. Not all dogs. There's been many people that have been like, I never created my dog, my dog turned out fine. Many dogs are like that. There's many dogs out there that'll be like, my kids hug my dog all the time and it's never bitten them. Many people. There's many people that have said, I've never had to use a remote collar and my dog always recalls. We don't meet these dogs. We meet the dogs that do the exact opposite. So that's where our advice comes from. But but I like to play it safe. It's like, let's make sure that you 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 um, end up being a really good dog by learning how to be calm and relaxed even when I am home doing stuff. Next. Karen, GSD lover. Good evening, Jeff and Joelle, and welcome back. Thank you. Thank you, Karen. Lene, kennel issue? Nope. He steps out, lays down, and waits. Boom. Thanks, guys. So Lene was at our seminar. Good She's job, been struggling Lene. with this. Um, great to see you, Lene, um, and to meet you finally. Um, so Lene was at our seminar in Austin, Texas, and she came and um, she uh, was struggling with her dog. Literally, she couldn't put a, le- a collar or leash on her dog without her arms getting bit up. And if she opened up the crate, the dog would charge. It's like a fighting match to get that dog out. And we had, at that seminar, you were actually um, either in the bathroom or you had to run an errand or you are probably making coffee or something. And we had that dog lying down in the crate with a crate door open and her across the room. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but we've shown that you've shown that before. We showed that with that other person before, where that woman walked actually all the way to me. Um, that was in uh, Fargo, Fargo, North Dakota. So yeah, it's incredible, incredible what happens at these seminars. So congratulations. Next, um, it's actually Melissa posted the link to your Patreon channel. Oh, thanks. It's in. I've watched my videos of objections many dogs have to prong collars. I think they feel like something is biting them, and they are responding to that. No, they don't. No. I don't think that's what's happening at all. I've seen dogs do crocodile rolls over slip leads, flat buckle collars, um, martingales, um, harnesses. It's the dog saying no. I don't think they feel that something's biting them at all. I think it's called an objection. So when a kid is screaming its head off in a candy aisle on the floor having a temper tantrum because it can't have someone, does it think someone's hurting it? No, absolutely not. I would highly, highly disagree with that statement. I don't think some, someone, someone is bite, biting them. That's why it's doing that. Um, it's called an objection. Dogs object all the time to a lot of stuff. I was mauled once by a dog who was wearing a flat buckle collar, and I wanted it to. I literally wanted it to go from the ground into my into a crate in my van. And this is a dog I've worked with before, and I'm just like, let's go, literally. Let's go. This is back when I used to pick up and deliver dogs. Let's go. And that dog was like, I'm not going. And I'm like, you go in the back of this truck all the time. What's the big deal? A little bit of leash pressure. Let's go. And this dog said, let me show you how I don't want to go. And it put me in the hospital. I literally couldn't get it off my body. It was attached to my chest. I punched it in the face. It fell off the ground, jumped back up, attached to my arm. I wouldn't let go of my arm. I punched it in the face. It let go of my arm, grabbed my other arm. I, pu- I, I was by myself and I wasn't going to drop the leash. Rule number one, never drop the leash. 
um, because then you'll get like, you have no control. It seemed at the moment I had no control, but at least my face didn't get bit. Um, and I ended up getting all my clothes shredded. I was a bloody mess, fat masses coming out of my arms. I mean, it was, it was terrible. And that was all on a flat buckle collar. I assure you, it did not think anybody was biting it. It just didn't want to go in the truck. And I wasn't like yanking it. I was just like, what, what are you joking? Get in the back of the truck. Next. $10 top chat from Julie. Hi, new dog owner here in Kansas City. Just found you six days ago. First thing I did was make three bonkers. Boyfriend seems anxious about the e-collar. Best way to change his mind, pup is a nine-pound chihuahua mix. So um, Tinder is a wonderful way to change your, your mind. So get your phone. Um, this is what I want you to do. I want you to get your phone and put it on the Tinder app. And then what I want you to do is leave it next to um, your computer. And your computer has a um, an e-collar um, photo on it. And your, and your boyfriend's going to see Tinder and the e-collar. And he's going to go... Hmm. E-collars look like a really good choice right about now. So that's what I would do. Don't convince your boyfriend at all. I'm. It's a mutual agreement. Does our dog need training or not? The reason why your boyfriend does not want to use a remote collar is because he thinks he's going to hurt the dog. Bottom line. The only reason why anybody doesn't want to use an e-collar is because they think they're going to hurt their dog. If not, why wouldn't they use one? Well, I'm going to guarantee you, well, I can't guarantee anybody, I've rarely ever seen anybody hurt their dog. Do you want to see people do, without remote collars, hurt their dogs? Next. 999 Top Chat from Sonia. Hi, guys. Dog gets so excited when guests come over. What are the steps to keep her calm without jumping and going crazy? I've bonked. I just got an e-collar. want her to learn without creating all the time. Okay. So watch my How to Stop Jumping video. It's free. It's on YouTube. It's You do that. And then you can be, that's how you would react to that. And then you'd be proactive by teaching place. Um, but there's but there's no, there's no shame in putting your dog in the crate and getting it to lie down and be quiet. That is dog training. Some people say, oh, that's just management. No, it's not. That's training. Go in your crate and lie down and be calm. There's, that's a skill set. That's a skill set. So you can do that. Next. Crixis, great job on the social media stuff, Joelle. Thanks, Crixis. Yes. I have a great team. But, but Joelle is doing a great job, and she's doing a great job personally, but then she's also doing a great job delegating. That was actually the hardest part for me. Was learning to delegate and not do everything. And not be a control freak. Yeah. Yeah, I know. You're doing a great job with that. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Next. Um, Emmanuel, hi, guys. Just want to say thank you for everything you guys are doing. My dog went from this uncontrollable hooligan to a very calm and confident dog. I want to say so much more than this, but thank you. He's probably still a hooligan, but he's a well-behaved hooligan. Because you don't want to... That's what matters. You don't want to work that hooligan out of that dog, all right? So, so... I love those hooligans. So, who's that person? That was Emmanuel. So Emmanuel, all that that's code word for you've been busting your ass. And I'm really proud of you. Next. Xavier. Um, my husky is resource guarding with toys when she's around dogs, but without toys, she does great. How do I stop this? So this is the thing. <clears throat> I need a little bit more context. If the dog has a toy in its mouth and another dog comes up to it to take take it out, the dog that has the toy in its mouth, I don't mind if it gives out a little growl. But if your dog is literally toys are on the ground and it's and another dog comes over to be like, hey, what's going on? And it guards it. That's not acceptable. A remote collar um, uh, a correction is suitable for that. Next. Um, Heather, I train pet dogs. A new dog yesterday that runs the fence and redirects by biting ankles. Super smart dog. 
But when the leash came off, she thought about biting my ankles as I was leaving, thinking, I don't know where the rest is. Oh, of doing a Skype with you. Do you think you can advise me with more info? I can not only advise you, I can fix it. But you know what? What I want you to do, though, to get ready for me, you know how you said it's a super smart dog? Stop thinking that way. Just stop thinking that way. Who cares? I don't care if that dog is dumb as a rock. It's biting your ankles. The only thing that matters is it's fence fighting. It's biting your ankles. It needs to stop. If it's so smart, literally send it a text and say, don't bite my ankles anymore. But it's not that smart. It can't even fucking read. So, all right, but get ready. But yes, and our Skypes won't be this snarky. They'll be very professional. Next. $10 top chat from Prairie Pack regarding the acorns. When I correct without a command, dog runs to me and sits like she's being corrected for recall, but eats acorns oh. away. <laughs> Probably underwhelming her. You guys rock. So, so, Damn. so what I would actually do is I would put meat tenderizer <laughs> over all the acorns. So, you know how people use the fertilizer, the, the little fertilizer thing, you know, you, you, um, the handheld one. Yeah. So not the big, huge push one, but the handheld one. Take meat tenderizer, pour it into it, put it all over the backyard. The dog will stop eating the acorns, according to some people, right? And if you don't get that, if you don't get that joke, you've got to go back a couple of podcasts. Um, what I would do is you're most likely underwhelming her. So if I was there, I would make it so that dog never wanted to touch an acorn again. Next. Travis, hey, evening J&J, been looking into a healing stick. What's your thoughts on them? Thank you um, I've never, because number one, I've never used one, but I think it's a great idea because they work and they work wonderfully. Um, I don't even know how to use one. So learn, um, get one, learn how to use one. I mean, I use my foot for a healing stick. I use, uh, we use uh, spatial pressure for a healing stick. So, but I would absolutely get one next. Deanna, concerning the fearful puppy, he is truly fearful. I've been walking him on a prong and doing obedience with him for about 14 weeks. He's very scared of kids or especially people behind us. Mm -hmm. Okay, so he's normal. I mean, a lot of dogs are fearful, but still, I'm not saying he's not fearful. I'm saying, what I'm saying is, if you up his obedience and hold him accountable and stop saying he's a fearful dog, first of all, Deanna, who's that, Deanna? Yeah. Stop saying he's a fearful dog, okay? Literally, stop just saying it. He's not. He's a dog that doesn't listen to you. He's a dog that doesn't hold commands. He's a dog that um, um, is not doing a good job with their obedience. Stop saying the fearful word because once we start, once we go down the fearful road, we put all of these limitations mentally into our mind about what we will and will not do with the dog. So, for instance, if I told you to correct that dog on a high level, you may or may not go, "Well, I can't because he's fearful," and I'm like, "But that's the best thing for the dog." So, if I say, "Hold that dog accountable for doing a down because you've been doing it." for a month you might be like well he's afraid of something that's why he wants to run away i'm saying i know but he broke a known command he has to be held accountable for that so what i want people to do is stop telling that story the dog changes next mm -hmm. bob boarding biz in industrial area only asphalt outside where and how do boarding businesses get dogs to pee and poo and where um you can get some outdoor um you get uh, well you get pea stone you can get um uh, uh, um the grass you get that AstroTurf. Get that AstroTurf. Next. Marcia. Um, I have a 10-month-old standard poodle that is doing great with prong and e-collar. Question is, how to limit barking of anyone walking past the door but not limiting alerting us of intruders? So the chance of you having an intruder between instant on lighting, when I say instant on lighting, it's the outdoor lights, which obviously only works at night, but it's the outdoor lights that literally go from like dark to 
bam to bright but you can also get like a little laser thing that if someone crosses a, a path it gives off a little chime an indoor doorbell chime so you don't have to push the doorbell um you can also put locks on your door you can also get an alarm system you can also get you can also get a gun so there's a lot of things you can do you can also get video cameras um there's a lot of things you can do that you don't need a barking dog for so to me correct your dog for barking next <clears throat> andrea also, how do I get my pup to stop walking, waking me up at 4 a.m. by whining, constantly whining in the crate? Remote collar on night. Normally, we tell people to don't leave the remote collars on overnight, but if you've got a 3, 4, 5 o'clock in the morning problem and you don't want to get up then, you're going to you're gonna need that remote collar for a little bit until you break the habit. Next. Britt, today I took Luna to the park and there was a border collie. I had Luna five feet away, healing, sitting, even down with no command, and she did down in front of two big dogs barking on our walk. Wow. That's impressive. Who's that? That's Britt. Britt, you're killing it. Good job. Jenny, hi guys. I have a pup named Drax who is fearful, anxious. I have been watching your videos and you often say this can be one of the most challenging type of dogs to work with. How long should my training sessions be with him? And how do you know when you're pushing too far? So when I when I say the most challenging, all I mean is it's 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 um, um, that doesn't mean it's out of our skill set at all, at all. But I'd rather some of these dogs that are fearful, um, it's harder to get through to them than actually even aggressive dog. Um, so what you do is again, I can't stress enough the power of holding your dog accountable, holding your dog accountable for even basic obedience, duration work. And then eventually around environmentals and holding your dog accountable around environmentals will help this dog overcome its fear. Also, pushing this dog constantly past thresholds by holding it accountable. That's how you do it. That's the magic to all this. Next. Britt, I am now able to walk fast paced with my German Shepherd. Awesome. Next. Brett, hey Jeff, I have a four-month-old German Shepherd who screams when I put him in the bathtub and try to hold him. Any suggestions? Thanks. Well, I would talk to, I would go to a grooming, um, tell him to shut up, but but I, I would go to talk to, go to jump on a grooming forum, grooming chat, talk to a groomer, get some tips from them because they bathe dogs all day long. Next. Um, Mario, hello guys. I hope the toe is ready to kick some ass in this podcast. The toe? My, my physical toe? No, it's not. Well, my left toe is not. My right toe is. Next. I feel like you haven't been limping, though. Today, at the end of the day, I was. Mm. Yeah. D. Hardy. Hey, I really appreciate the training videos and your feedback question. And your feedback question. I need... I need... What is it called? <laughs> like, the dots and stuff? <laughs> I'm having a brain fart right now. There's, like, no... These are all, like, run-on sentences. I'm having a hard time reading them. <laughs> what am I... What's the word? Grammar, punctuation. <laughs> okay. If I just stay silent long enough, she'll just answer her own questions. I was like having a brain fart. I couldn't think of the word. I really appreciate the training videos and your feedback. Question. My year old husky has all of a sudden started chewing up all of the outside mats. Is there anything I can do? Uh, move them inside. Next. Annie. Hi, team. Awesome. Long time no see. Okay. Question. I might Hold, have... going back to going back to the outside mats. So the outside mats, it could, it's most likely bad behavior. So the question is, how do I stop my dog from a bad behavior through the proper application of a punisher? So what I would do is a remote collar on my dog. I would set up a video camera or look out a window. Anytime my dog was started chewing up a mat, I would correct it pretty high. Next. Okay. Um... 
Annie. Hey team, awesome. Long time no see. Question, I might have genetically skittish dog. Doing over, under, through, using prong and e-collar. She's doing well. What other exercises can I do? Um, more obedience, hold your dog accountable. Also, talk less to your dog, cut down on affection, and work your dog methodically. What a lot of people are doing is they're saying they'll do something. They're saying one thing that they're doing, but if I watch them, they weren't doing it. They're doing something extremely different. So a lot of us, what we're doing is we're using too much emotion. We're using too much of our tone. We're not staying neutral with our dogs, and we're using way too much affection. Next. $5 top chat from Frizzy. Oh, thank you, Frizzy. Um, your hair looks no fantastic. Question, Next. Ha ha. Kibu. Hi, Jeff. I just found your YouTube videos and glad I did. Watched your bonker video with the bicycle. Loved it. Thank you. That video. In fact, somebody asked me if that video was taken down. I'm like, no, that video hasn't been taken down. You know, every once in a while, YouTube likes to give me a hard time about a certain video. Um, but that bonker video has helped so many. That bonker video has gotten me so much hate but it has helped so many people. That's why I made it. Why well, I made it because that's what I do at my seminars all the time. Every one of my seminars, I correct dogs like that multiple times, multiple dogs. And um, we've just started putting up these videos of us showing how we really, truly stop unwanted behaviors. They're edited for time and to like put proper context in, but they're not edited. Like we just show it next. Is, is, uh, is his ears okay? Oh. Wes. Where, where is he? He's shaking his head. Somebody's shaking his head. Oh, I thought he was just laying down. No, no, he's right there. Settle. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's his head. yeah. Oh shit. Every time he runs in the rain. Ugh. Mm. Brandy. Thank you, Jeff and Joel, for all you do. I found you after adopting an adult dog. Please come to Virginia. I'd love to meet you. So Virginia, um, I'm being Frederick, Maryland. Nothing in yeah. Virginia, but I'm looking for a summer location. I would do something down in Virginia, um, because we've got nothing down in that area at all. Next. Um, Bob, Jeff, that dog attack. Is there anything you do differently to prevent a dog attack like that when working with dogs? Um, I probably would. I mean, it's been a long, long time. I shouldn't even say this out loud because it's bad karma. It's been a really long time since I've been attacked with a dog. Um, what would I have done differently? Probably had a training collar on him, a dominant dog collar on him, so I could have choked him out. Next. Madeline, hey Jeff and Joelle, I've been following you using e-collar and prong collar for the past two to three years. We're doing great. One issue we have is she pees and poops in the kennel. How do I stop this? So I don't know what your, I don't know how big your kennel is. I don't know what your water and food. Um, so monitor your water, monitor your food, put it on a schedule. No free feeding, no free drinking. Make sure your kennel's small enough. Um, make sure your dog um, empties its bowels and bladder um, um, before it goes in the kennel. A lot of it could also be stress-related. So what's the what's the, the the stress issue going on there? Does your dog know how to be calm? You know, there's so many people that have got. There's something called the shrapnel effect when you work on certain things. Like if you work on a three-hour downstay, that can help your dog, believe it or not, stop with excitement peeing, stop with nervous peeing, stop with peeing and pooing in the kennel because it's learning how to be calm and relaxed. Next. Julie says, LOL, we actually met on Tinder. Her and her boyfriend. So then that would be a really applicable thing to do next. Because then he knows you're serious. <clears throat> Elaine, hey guys, Jeff, thank you for all the advice you've given. I thought she meant me and her. And I'm like, I haven't been on Tinder. <laughs> the fact that you would like second guess it, you're like, 
Wait a second. No, I'm saying, hold on, dude. That wasn't me. What is the best way to socialize a 10-week-old puppy to prevent any problems in the future? By the way, I hate dog parks. So that's not an option. So get your dog around as many dogs and people as possible. That doesn't mean interacting with them. That means just existing with them. But a lot of times, it's a crapshoot. Next. Um, Sandy. Hi, Jeff and Joelle. How do you teach the difference when answering the door for friends, not strangers? I don't know. I can't remember the last time I've answered a door for a stranger. I can't remember the last time I've answered a door. So um, how do I tell the difference or how does the dog tell the difference? What's the question again? I, how do you teach the difference? Like I'm assuming for the dog. Well, every, I'm going to do something with him in his ear. Okay, make it quick though. Yep. Um, so, I mean, every, every everything is going to be... Um, Everything is going to be situational. I mean, most most people that come in your house are going to be strangers to your dog, but not necessarily to you. Yes, you're going to have frequent guests that your dog is familiar with, but you're going to have a lot of people come home. Put it this way. The Amazon delivery person is going to be a stranger probably every time, but to you, they're your best friend because it's an Amazon delivery. So the way I like to do is it's like, Mind your business until you don't need to mind your business. And chances are you're going to need to mind your business all the time. Next. Um, KJ, trouble finding working level, longer prongs, tight fit, no consistent indicator of feeling stim than over 20. Um, how high is a possible working level? So usually it's under 20, but also is your remote on? Seriously, I'm saying, is it on? And if you tried syncing it up and tried it on yourself to make sure it's actually working? Also, your dog might not be showing visible signs but it might feel it so there's 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 an art to knowing what the working level is also your tightness might not be my tightness also you have to make sure if it's a lot of fur even though with longer prongs you might need thick fur prongs and you might need to really dig that coward in there next julie thank you for your answer we've made great strides in the past six days walks are night and day different struggling awesome. with down command but we will get there so down command use foot pressure and patience next Kendrim, um, are you in line to come to London? I have Roddy Staffy. His recall is horrible. Yes, go to jeffgelmanseminars.com. Guys, if you want to know where I'm going to be, jeffgelmanseminars.com. My 2020 schedule is not complete, but I'm in Manchester, England, and then I'm also in Scotland. Next. Cassandra, hi guys. Thank you for everything. Do you correct an on-leash dog for reacting toward an off-leash dog running up? I don't even have a chance to advocate for my dog before he reacts. Um, how close is the dog? If the dog is really, really close, I probably would not. Next. Prairie. Forgot to try meat tenderizer, LOL. Usually listen to the replays in the car, and that poop conversation had me laughing so hard, I almost missed my exit. There you go. <laughs> there you go. We got yeah, Hawaii, Oahu, actually it would be the Honolulu Airport. Get your signs better. Yeah, we, what was up with that? We went around in circles. Missing and and the mapping program, everything, everything was wrong. It was taking us the same circle. Yes. We like went three, we went through the three times. We, we went through we went through the we went right through the army base like three times. Yeah. The same damn thing. And then finally I'm like, fuck this. Let's just go by instinct. Yeah. And instinct got us there. Yep. You know, we went old school before phones. Shit show. Yep. Jordan. Hey Jeff and Joelle. Hey. My three-ish year old shepherd mix gets really excited when I use food for any kind of training, especially indoors. Is there any way I can keep him more calm? He's a pro at place and down. Yeah, stop using food. Seriously. When you have a dog, okay, food can either hurt or help. When it hurts, stop using it. Next. Physical touch can hurt or help. Your voice can hurt or help. Next. 
999 top chat sandy rgsd barks when someone comes to the door mm -hmm. i use a bonker if it's a friend but i want her to guard when a stranger comes to the door okay. so you want no you want your dog to guard when someone's trying to hurt you comes to the door which is probably not going to happen with you owning a gsd it's probably not going to happen so i'm very i'm i've got six daughters um i've got a wife I'm, I'm most of the people in my life are female. I'm very, very familiar with everything from domestic violence to sex crime to, um, um, to, to intruders. And if we read the headlines, and I know the statistics for females, um, it's, we think it'd be horrific. But the chances of somebody attacking you with you owning a dog are way, just owning the dog are slim. But the chances of your dog barking and biting and jumping on the wrong person are really, really high. So I would just say, stop it. Next. Jenny, can you go over the steps of using leash pressure, voice, e-collar to teach commands? No, I won't because you can go watch my videos for free and it's too involved. Next. Um, Sid, hi, J&J. Welcome back. No question. Just hey. wanted to say hi. Thanks, Sid. Cassandra, did I read this top chat? I did. Okay. Yes. Cassandra, also, do you ever let dogs meet dogs you don't know? How no. would you recommend social... Sorry. Can I finish the I thought that was the question. question. You're dropping F-bombs no. now? No. Jeez. How would you recommend socializing a reactive dog when ready if you don't have access to a pack of dogs you know? I would never let my dog meet an unknown dog. Start finding dogs that you know. Also, t okay, reactivity has got nothing to do with meeting dogs. Reactivity is just going by dogs. Get your dog to exist around lots of dogs. They don't need to meet. They don't need to meet at all. So Angelo has has worked with over 1,000 dogs. Angelo is seven years old. He has only touched less than 12 times. Not 12 dogs, 12 times. But he's been around, he's around dogs every day. Today he worked at the he worked at the training center today. Didn't, didn't, oh, you weren't here today. It was your day off. I think uh, he helped out. A yeah, little bit, he helped though. out at the training center today. So today he probably worked with six dogs, but he didn't touch any of them. But he was around them. Next, Jenna, friend asked me how to stop his five month border collie from crying in the crate. I told him I could stop it in five minutes or less. Yes. Kenneled up the dog as soon as the dog made a peep. I said no and threw my shoe at the crate. Good. The dog shot up and went to sleep. Friend asked, but isn't that mean? Are people serious? So what you really meant is you have stupid friends. That's what you really meant to say. And you need new friends. So, yeah. Isn't that mean? That's I can go on a rant right now, but I won't. Isn't that mean? You know what's mean? Your dog whining all night long. Your dog barking all night long. That's mean to me, to you. What's mean is not stopping a behavior in the most quickest, efficient, practical way possible. And if a dog's whining in a crate and you took off your shoe, I mean, people are throwing shoes at the President of the United States. I mean, they're getting tackled by the Secret Service, but still, it's an effective way to get fucking news coverage, right? So if you took off your shoe and you threw it at the crate and the dog stopped whining and fell asleep and the dog owner said, isn't that mean? That's a pretty stupid fucking dog owner. I'm sorry. It's like, which mean? That's the best thing I've ever done for myself. And that's the best thing I've ever done for the dog. I wish I can fix all behavior problems that quick. Next. 
Grace, dog is e-collar trained with great recall. We go to parks, but my city has leash laws. Does a grab tab traffic leash count as a leash? I don't want to break the law, but he trips when he drags a leash. I don't know the law. Don't ask dog trainers legal questions. Next. Patty. My dog will cooperate when he wants. He is stubborn and will, not, will just not obey when he doesn't want to the point of nipping at me. How can I change this? So there's two separate issues. Your dog's a dick and your dog doesn't listen. So number one, motivation to get your dog to listen. Correction to get your dog to stop nipping at you. Your dog has no respect for you whatsoever. Unless you probably, that you have something that the dog wants. So if the dog, here's what I always tell people for down. Let's use the word down as an example. My dog is stubborn about down. Okay. If you have a food reward, how quick does your dog do it down? Oh, it does it really quick. Great. No food reward? Oh, he takes his time. Okay. Your dog knows down. So what you haven't done is you haven't corrected your dog for lack of compliance of a known command. Once you start introducing a proper correction, proper punisher, that dog starts downing very quick. Why? They want to beat the correction. So we use the beat the correction theory for trained dogs. As far as nipping at you, the dog feels that it has the right to nip at you. You need to take that power away. You need to make it suck to nip at you. Now your dog has more information. Now your dog goes, if I nip at my owner, nothing bad happens. If I nip at my owner, something bad happens. The dog decides which option to take. Historically, they will take the one that is the least uncomfortable, which would be the most comfortable, which would be not nipping at you. That's how dogs are. That's how, that right there is the magic to dog training right there. If these are simple concepts. Next. Armani. Dog can get very reactive with unknown dogs, but when I have to board him, he participates in daycare with a bunch of other unknown dogs with no issues. Do you think this is owner guarding? It's probably owner. It's could be resource guarding of you, or it could also be a barrier issue because the dog's on a leash. Next. Today, someone told me my dog looked sad in his kennel because he was lying down and quiet. Thanks to you, I said no. He is calm. Huge difference. That's Good. A Five dollar top chat. By Good. The way. Hopefully, you call them an asshole too. Okay. Tell them they, they look sad, or say. Look down at their outfit and say, that's a sad-looking fucking outfit. Next. Jan. When walking on leash, my one-year-old 80-pound Labradoodle will pull me to the ground to get to another dog to visit. Not aggressive. I'm getting hurt more often than not. How do I stop this behavior? Okay. The not aggressive part, you could have left out. That has nothing to do with it. Zero to do with it at all. Talk to any, any person that works in the emergency room, and they will tell you the rate of injury from dogs being pulling their owners down, highly exceed dog bites and the financial, and talk to the insurance company about the bill, the bill to cover those injuries compared to the bill to cover dog bites is way greater. So in frequency and expense, it's way greater. So number one, start out with a prong collar. Number two, though, you've got to be, make sure you learn how to use it. Number three, learn how to do a spa proper spatial pressure video, which we need to make a proper one. We've got a couple of ones up there. Um, you want to get a spatial pressure um, with that dog. Teach that dog how to pro walk properly by your side. Practice that up and down your driveway before you go out to the big streets. Next. Dan, hey Jeff, I sent you a Facebook message that had a quick clip of my dog who got his head stuck in his crate along with a brief explanation. 
Any advice? Got an e-collar as per your last tip you gave. So I didn't watch the video because I don't watch any videos because I don't answer questions like that. I'd send people to my show. So thank you for being here. What I would do is I would set up a video camera. What you want you to do is as soon as your dog puts the mouth on the crate, correct and correct high. So a lot of people, what I'm asking this owner to do is to make it truly suck for that dog to destroy a piece of property. He's trying to get out of the crates. A lot of people will say, a lot of people will say, no, the crate should be a happy place. Create a positive association for the crates. Let's all go backwards in time. Dan was not using a remote collar prior to the dog breaking out of the crates. The dog already associated the crates as a negative thing. This is what people are forgetting. They're not listening to the narrative. They're not listening to the narrative at all. What they're doing is they're just responding to my answer. But it's like, didn't you just hear the owner say the dog is destroying the property? Didn't you just hear the owner say the dog just ingested that, that piece of carpet rug and had to get rushed to the emergency room? I'm just trying to fix these problems. Next. Oh my God, I just this dog. Do you want to adjust? Um, do, you want to, do you want me to... Do you want to Get those wipes and just put some water in them and just do a little dip. I need to just get him like... Remember those wipes that I threw out because they dried up? Yeah. Put Put a little bit in the water and just do a quick wipe. Okay. Okay. Do you know where we are though? No, I have no idea where we are. You can read off my phone if you want. Okay, where are we? Daniel, okay. severe resource guarding. Daniel, severe resource guarding tips aside from the out command. Um, what I would do, Daniel, is I would... Um, number one, the out command, the out, well, the out command is what you, all you're going to really need is the out command. Get that dog to understand it's not allowed to do that. So you can either use the out command or no, but that the gate, the, the gist of it's going to be, you're going to teach that dog how not to guard things. And number one, do more, uh, space claiming exercises. Also way more structure in that dog's life. So a ton more structure in that dog's life. All right, you can do that. All right, um, Julie. Hi guys, your new do-it-yourself place command video is amazing. All four of my dogs are um, getting uh, are on NCS. Good job getting my reps in week one. Can't wait for the correction video. Gus and I met you in Indiana last year. Thank you for all you do. Awesome, super proud of you. Yeah, she's talking about the place video. We we show we go to CS and NCS, and we'll go to, we're going to do a correction-based video um, again. Would you take his cow? Would you leave him out there? Okay. Um, I was going to say, just take his collar off and it won't make so much noise. Okay, there you go. We're at, we're at Andrea. Okay. Okay. Hey, guys, what e-collar do you guys suggest to get? The same one that we've shown in over a 1,001 of our videos, and it's on our website, Mini Educator from e-collar Technology. You can buy them from us if you want to or get them on Amazon. Save yourself 10 bucks. Next. $5 top chat from Julie. Have to hop off the live. I listen to podcasts on Spotify everywhere I go. Learning so much. Grateful for everything. God bless. Awesome. And for the folks that have been looking on Spotify, there was a, there was a, an update flaw. If you've been listening to her for a while, there's a new link that you've got to get from our website. I guess there was an update and it didn't update Spotify properly. So like the last 25 or 30 podcasts were not on there. Whoa. Yeah. No shit. Is right. Jack. Good evening, J and J. Y'all have inspired me to start a dog training business one day. Would you recommend attending T three, your shadow program, or seminar to enhance my skill set and training methodology? Start with a seminar. That's the cheapest thing. If you like the seminar, go to the shadow. Next. Mr. Robert, greetings from Ecuador. I'm a big fan. Thanks for such amazing advice and free content. Awesome. And then you can go to T three. Or go to T three first and then do a shadow. But what you can do is um, the shadow is really, really powerful. 
The shadow is really powerful. Now, T3 is fantastic because it does a lot of the personal growth, um, uh, uh, you know, client stuff, overcoming fears, which are the which are the big things. But from a training logistics, how to train the dog, the shadow is going to be more technical on that. Next. Jack, would you correct a dog for eating leaves? One of my dogs likes to eat leaves, but only dead ones for some reason. Um, would I? Yes. Next. Betty, hi, J&J. Safest or best punishment tool for a six-pound two-year-old chihuahua? Thanks for all you do. Six-pound two-year-old chihuahua, what's it doing? What do you need it to be corrected for? But a bonker is great. They also make a remote collar that you can fit on the dog, but it's going to be challenging. But it all depends on what you're you – also take a little finger poke, too. What are, you, what, are you, what are you correcting it for next? Bob. Joelle, I recently had a dog scratching at the ear more than usual. It was a yeast infection. Vet gave drops, flushing, cleaning ear for about 10 days or so. Yeah, we were away. I have a feeling Wes was eating more kibble than he should be. <laughs> he likes to go in the rubber room and clean up the floor. I got a feeling so, Wes was getting away with a lot of he's stuff. He's got allergies, and it always shows when I come home for some reason. Hmm. Hmm. Did you hear that, staff? Did you hear that? That I pay you big bucks to take care of those dogs? Yeah, he definitely has been eating something. Yes. Um, Kibu, hi Jeff, do you come to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada? So I was there last year, I'm looking for a location. If you know of a location that wants to host me, Vancouver is not the most welcoming city to me. They're very, they're, they're highly averse to tools, but if you found me a location, I'll go. As long as it's legal, I'll go. I'm going to England. I'm going to the belly of the fucking beast. Belly of the beast. You know, I'm gonna be in Portland. Where all the Antifa motherfuckers are. Oh my god. So, I'll go toe to toe. Well, that's where they all are. It's not illegal in Vancouver yet. No, but they try to vote it. They try to vote it. Right. They like lost. Yeah. No, they're 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 crazy there. They're crazy. They try. You know what they try to legislate? You can't say Vancouver, no. British Columbia. Try to legislate that you can't say no harshly to your dog. That was actually voted on. It didn't win. That was actually voted on. Vancouver, Canada. They actually voted. It was up for votes. You can't say no to your dog harshly. Like, could you imagine they would even make it there? What politician would ever put that there? Sneaky. Oh, my God. Sneaky. It's like, my God. Are you kidding me? Next. New top chat for $9.99 from Madeline. We do routine feeding and place down for hours, no problems. Accidents are two to five times a month. She has no more accidents on stressful weeks for me. Oh, no, she has more accidents on stressful weeks for me. There you go. Do I get a smaller kennel or is there a correction? Well, um, well smaller kennel. So I would do I would do a smaller kennel, where's the camera? This way, but also at the beginning until you figure this out, you can actually make it so it's a little bit smaller this way so they can't stand up as much. So it sounds cruel. Oh, my God, you can, your dog can't stand up in the crate. Well, your dog should be sleeping in the crate anyway, but you can't stand in the crate. It's hard to poop lying down. It's hard to. I have. Back when I was in college, I probably shit my pants a couple times, you know, because I drank a lot and did drugs. But, but you know, other than that, the world doesn't need to know. Uh, other than that, usually you need to fucking squat. Next. Melissa posted the link to the seminars. Awesome. Daniel, severe resource guarding tips aside from the out command. You already read that one. Next. Grace, service dog and I went to our first movie with the hubby. He did so good with his mutt muffs and downstay. Nice. What's a mutt muff? I don't know. Something you put on the dog. Earphones. <laughs> Earphones because it was so loud in there. Oh. 
Kendrim, this is the first podcast I finally managed to catch live. How can I find out when you go live? Is there online courses for your style of training? Also, I love your honesty. So thank you so much for, thank you. So first question, we're historically on Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday from 8 p.m. to 9.30 p.m. Join my channel, hit notifications. That's usually what there is. There's usually also an icon on, on the Facebook page that announces it with a direct link. Um, you're, um, as far as um, online courses, I have no online courses, but I've got 25,000 pieces of free content, but also um, you can do Skype sessions with me. Next. Sandy, thank you, Jeff. That makes sense. You're welcome, Sandy. KJ, once working level is established, how do I know what to use as a correction level? I'm trying to correct separation anxiety and breaking out of crate. So, well, breaking out of the crate's a high level. How high? High enough that the dog stops breaking out of the crate. No numbers. Don't look at the numbers. Look at the dog. Next. Um, Lauren, my Aussie won't stop barking at men that visit my home. Not aggressive. Does not respond to any command to go to bed or quiet down. Usually right. he listens. Right. If he's separated, he has a meltdown crying. Right. Stop using words. Get a remote collar. Make barking suck. It stops. It's a simple concept. It will stop in about one to two seconds. Just like that. They go from barking their heads off to not barking. Just like that. It's simple. No more words. Don't use words. Next. Tara. Hank, my 10-month-old Dobie gets me about once a day jumping on me and hitting my stomach really hard. Most of the day he doesn't do that, but bam, it could be while training or giving him water or a meal. Yep. Your dog has no respect for you whatsoever. I would make that suck. Make it suck. So remote collar is going to be is going to be the best thing. A bonker um, is going to be another good thing. But if you have a remote collar on. Try to set it up. It's probably when the dog's excited. Next, Cassandra. This is really helpful. Unfortunately, I live in a place there are off-leash dogs everywhere when we go for walks. I feel like I set my reactive dog back every time an off-leash dog runs up to. Correct. You do. So what you can do is get bear spray, start spraying him in the face. Now, if it's an off-leash legal area, you probably shouldn't be there. But if it's a leashed area, by law, if there's leash laws, and there's off-leash dogs running up to you, neutralize them. Next. Tim, 10-week-old puppy pulls and whines excitedly, wanting to play with parents' adult lab when visiting. Do I correct a pup so young for this excitement? How old's the dog? 10 weeks. No. No. Next. Frizzy, six-year-old reactive Great Dane who's a total asshole. Did your structured walk heaven the first day? Thank you. I won't pass by a close stop. Won't pass close by a dog. How do I fix my PTSD from all the times he bolted? That's going to be rough. So what I want you to do, this is how you fix it. Success. How you fix it is success. And how you, th- and how you fix it is I don't want you to think. I don't want you to have a mental picture in your head of what it looked like the wrong way. I want you to have a mental picture in your head what it looks like successfully. I want you to play that record in your head over and over and over again. I want you to leave your house and I want you to say, I've got the best walking dog there is. I've got the best walking dog there is. My dog is awesome. My dog walks great. My dog walks fantastic. I want you to put put it out to the universe. I want you to not replay any negative scenes whatsoever. Next. Did you read this top chat from Michelle for four ninety nine? No. Um, I don't know why it didn't come to the top. I love your training philosophy. I've applied the same logic to other areas of my life. My son complaining about my music. I turn it up. Son shuts up. Yep. <laughs> Can also hit the kid. Next. Kathleen. 
Hey guys, I just want to give Kristen a shout out. Pack walks are always so organized and she advocates for all dogs and owners. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, Kristen rocks. Mm -hmm. And I think I'll be at this weekend's. Cool. It's going to be cold though. Yep. I'm a pussy. So mm -hmm. no, I think I'll be at this weekend's too. So if anybody needs help with their dog, when, when, when I'm out there, it's sort of like there's, there's it's, it's, we expect people to, you know, we don't want any challenge, too much, too many challenging dogs because Kristen's got enough to just keep it is. But Kristen does a great, great job. Next. Jack, also, I want to thank you for all the podcasts. I've been listening to the replays most of my work day and daily commute. I have to really, I have to try really hard not to laugh while I'm at work, though. Yes. Listening to podcasts while you're at work? What? Well, he could Just be kidding. a... As he, long as it's us. He could be a surgeon. I don't give a shit. People, you know, surgeons listen to music when they're performing surgery. Really? Oh, yeah. I feel like I wouldn't be able to concentrate. Well, yeah, well but it's, it's, when you're doing surgery, it's meticulous. You I have know. To, but you have to communicate between... God forbid you, like, start, like... I highly. That would be me. I, doubt, I love this song. I doubt you're listening to Run DMC <laughs> during brain surgery. Okay, I highly doubt it. Okay, and you're probably not listening to Thriller. Okay, with Michael Jackson. Okay, to you. I can just, I can just, I can just, I can just see it now. It's like so, Doc. Okay, I had a hernia surgery, and I'm talking with a high pitched voice. Did you have the Michael Jackson fucking soundtrack on? <laughs> because something here isn't making sense. Next. Riley. Hey, guys. My four-month-old lab is going really well with his training, but we are struggling to go into a down in a prompt manner. He'll only do it if I have food, but when I don't, he just looks at me. So you have a 16-week-old dog that's not listening to you 100%? Let me say that again. You have a 16-week-old 16 16-week-old 16 dog that's not listening to you 100%. That's the question. Okay? So number one. Patience. Number two, massive amounts of repetitions. Number three, leash pressure as well. Next. Dean, hello, J&J. Question, would you correct for resource guarding via remote caller first and then teach the out command? Yes. Um, Which is sort of the same thing. Next. Kathleen, also, Max held a double down at the vet yesterday. He sniffed all around when I first told him flat, but I hit the cut the shit button and he laid quietly for over 15 minutes. Yep. Even with other dogs coming and going from the waiting room. Yay. What What do you know? Corrections work. Next. She named the double down flat. I love it. Yes. Damn right, flat. Flat is a fucking flat. pancake. Did, she, did you see the video she sent us? Yes. Maybe she only sent it to me. She's like, flat. He's like, <laughs> I love it. Oh, that, um, did you did you post it? No, I didn't get it. I didn't, she I, might have sent it to me personally, not you. Probably, because <laughs> you get a lot of stuff that I don't get. Okay? Personally. Melissa posted the link to Spotify. Thank you. Bob, Vancouver has a nude beach aside from snowflakes. Nice. Hmm. There must be fucking cold though. Right? With all the snowflakes. A lot of hard nipples on that beach. Andrea, do you have seminars in or around Idaho? Idaho? Utaho. Um, <laughs> let's see. No. <laughs> you ever saw that t-shirt? No. You never saw the t-shirt? No. Yeah. It's a brown t-shirt with yellow lettering, and it says, Idaho, no, Udaho. You never saw that? No. Yeah. I'll make sure I get one for you for yeah. Christmas. Thank you. Uh, Madeline says, thanks, Jeff. LOL. I'll try the smaller kennel. Go to jeffgelmanseminars.com. People drive, like, for instance, Joel just put up a testimonial from um, one of the attendee slash fans from... Where were we? Austin, Texas. She drove from Denver, Colorado. Yeah. 16 hours. 16 so hours. 16 hours is on the, the longest is 36 hours all across the country of Australia. That's the longest. 
The second longest is Martha, who drove 21 hours with a family of five. Um, uh, and But we have often people drive eight to 10 hours to my seminars. That's why when someone's like, I, like, they'll be like, will you do one in such and such? And I go onto my phone and I'll, and I'll look up their city and then I'll, and I'll look up a city that I know we're doing a seminar. I'm like, that's 119 miles away. Like, you can drive there and go back home every night if you wanted to. So, so the one in Idaho, there, there may be one around you. I just don't know. I'm trying to visualize the map. Idaho's pretty. I know. Idaho is beautiful, but I'm just trying to visualize the map. And all of 2020 is not yet finished. We're booking one. I think I've got some spots in June and July. Um, no, in June, July, August. I think we're over in we're over in Scotland and in um, Europe. Um, I thought that was Australia. Australia. No. Yeah, but anyway, next. Um, Grace, mutt muffs protect their ears from loud noises. Yep. Right for fireworks shows, concerts, helicopters, etc. Yeah, they use a lot of the military working dogs use those too. Mm. Kendrim, I'll see you. I'll see you lot next podcast night from London. Good night. Um, Todd, otherwise friendly dog has serious resource guarding of stuffy toys. Go straight to e collar or work on out with lower level resources first. How helpful can shrapnel effect be with resource guarding? So, number one, I would go right to the out with a high level of, on the remote collar. That's how I would train it. Um, and the shrapnel effect is you have a dog that listens to you better. Next. Robin, thank you for all you do. I made a bonker and have used it only five times for five unwanted behaviors. Amazing results. Haven't had to use it since. Awesome. Make sure you say no and then deploy. Next. David Smith, age difference came out on those music choices there, Jeff. They, LOL. they did. I can go way back. I can go, I'm from Cleveland, so I can go way back. I can go way back. I can go pre-Beastie Boys. I can go into... I know who Run DMC is. I know though. you know. But I can go, so when I was 16 years old, so I'm 53, I'll be 54 next month. So, so when I was 16 years old, I used to go to house parties in the basement of houses in downtown Cleveland where I was the only white guy there. Myself and my buddy Ricky Edelstein were the two of the only white kids there. Um, and we used to go to these basement parties. And it was lots of smoking pot and lots of, um, they had DJs there. But they had like, you know, they were like homegrown DJs, homegrown rapping. And I wouldn't be surprised if any of these guys probably made it big. It was pretty, it was, it was really, really cool back in the day. That's when I had that green van, that, that, that. That green van of mine, that too. all the girls, I'm sure, loved getting into. The girls loved getting into it. Their parents, they welcomed me with shotguns. I'm sure. Yeah. I would never get into a van. Yeah. Different days. I remember once, I remember once. You take me on a date in your van? I remember once I was in someone's home, and we thought we were alone, and somebody came home, and I ran downstairs, I got in the van, and I put it in reverse, and I just floored it. And I knocked over like all kinds of shit behind me as a dad came downstairs with a weapon. All I can picture is like the van from like Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> like the dog. There was no dog the on dog. the top. <laughs> <laughs> like that's what I envisioned. No. <laughs> like Florian. <laughs> no. No, this no, this van was pretty cool though. Mm, Next. Man. I remember the day that I bought that van. Yeah. Yeah, I bought it with my own money. I remember that. I was 16 years old. I bought it with my own money, and I put an offer in, 
and the guy didn't call me back. And I remember my dad said, Jeff, go in the bathroom and sit on the toilet. The phone always rings. This is back pre-cell phone. He goes, the phone always rings when you sit on the toilet. And I went and I went and sat on the toilet and the fucking phone rang. And the guy said, yep, the van's yours. And I, and I went and I picked it up. Yep. Nice. My mother hated that van. I'm sure she did. Because I kept all my drugs and alcohol in that van. Yep. Well, I remember one night... She was out there. I looked out my bedroom window and I saw this person like with a flashlight looking in my windows. It was my mom of the van. <laughs> she was like looking in the windows. She was looking in the windows. Why would she just do it in the day? I think she wanted to be all stealth about she it. She wanted to be stealth about it. And I was also gone all day long. Yeah. yeah. I remember when she found a bunch of my pot. It was all in like little baggies, you know? Not that I would like ever sell it. I used to give it away sort of for money. Um, and, and I remember once, I remember she flushed a bunch of it down the toilet. I fucking yelled at her. I'm like, Mom! Like, I'm like, you yelled at her. Well, I did. Yell at your mother. I did. How dare oh, you? Oh, God. I was such a bad kid. Yeah. I was such a bad kid. Ah. Uh, next. Not me. I was so proper. Next. Good Wellesley dog training. Hi, J and J. Barely keeping up with the client demand in my area. Love helping folks. Jeff seminars, then T3. Now I'm a professional trainer. You can do it too for anyone listening. Yeah, you can. You can. It's a lot of it's a lot of it's. Ba- this is what a lot of the success is based on. A lot of it's based on work ethic. Like I woke up this morning at three thirty eight a.m. and it is now nine o four p.m. and I will be going to bed tonight at eleven o'clock, and I will fucking do it again tomorrow, mm-hmm. and I will do it again the day after, and I love every minute of it. And I went to the gym. It's like, oh, well, don't you have any, like, do things for yourself? I do everything for myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I'm fortunate that Angelo can come to work with me. So I get to hang out with Ange, you know, homeschool him. We spent a lot of time today doing schooling. He cried today. Who did? Ange. What happened? I wasn't there for the whole thing, but I came in. I'm like, I saw his tears. I'm like, Brittany, has he been crying? She's like, yeah. Uh-oh. Oh, because when I was running errands? Yeah. What, what happened? I told you he acts different when you're not here. Uh-oh, shit. <laughs> I never had a, I never fucking read him the riot act. I missed something, but Brittany pretty much wanted him to be a distraction, and then he didn't want to be a distraction, so she had someone else be a distraction, and then he was upset that he wasn't the distraction oh, anymore. Oh, you know who it was? It was Nicole for the out command, because I saw the video. Maybe. I saw a video of Nicole doing the out command. But he said he didn't want to. So I, Brittany was like, fine, then I'll have someone right. else do it. And I was saying to myself, yeah, it's usually Angelo's job. Yeah. Oh. And then when she found a replacement, he got really upset about oh, it. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, well. Tough shit, kid. You know? He's like, I feel like he grew up overnight. Like, this all happened. Like, he's a different kid. I don't know what's different, but something's different. That seven-year-old Mark. Woo. I'm going to have to have a talk with him about that, about his work ethic. Yes, next. Uh, did you ever get that thing open today? Because the staff has the stack. The sta- I threw it on the floor and broke it open. What did, the heck? He showed it to you. No, we didn't. Oh, yeah. It's a little It's a little um, rubber, like a little rubber whale. Yeah. 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 John, dog who is shy, ducked head after each person walked by, is no longer shy after moving to a big city with high foot traffic. Nice. He did he adapt or should I muzzle just in case? No bite history in two years old. Um, well, muzzling, if you use a Baskerville muzzle, they can breathe, eat, pant. Um, you can food reward, drink water. Um, they can. They can. They, if they muzzle punch you, they can grab your garment if they want to. Um, you know, this is, this, is, this is the thing. You're always better off being safe than sorry. I don't know the dog. Next. Um, 
Daphne, when my one-year-old dog is on double down outside, she whines a lot. If I use a high correction, she gets up and goes yep. back down and yep. whines again. What am I doing wrong? Well, it's not that you're doing it wrong. You still haven't figured out the art of the remote on what level do I use that shuts up the whining but doesn't reposition the dog. And that could be momentary high, momentary or high. Um, it could be, um, I'm sorry, momentary or continuous, high or low, and anywhere in between. Next. Dan, hey, I got an e-collar for my dog and her issues with the crate. I'm getting no reaction from the dog using shock for when she bites the crate. It does work. I tried it on myself and it snug on her. So it might not be powerful enough. You might be doing it too late in the sequence. It might be actually making it worse. So if your timing is off, it actually can make it worse. It gets the dog frustrated and they go into defense. So, you know, sometimes you can just, believe it or not, put a slip lead on the dog, pull the dog out, bonk the dog, put the dog back in, take the crate, earthquake the crate. There's so many different things you can do. But then I would also say, what's the rest of the day look like? Are you holding your dog accountable everywhere? Breaking known commands. How good is its downstay? How good is its downstay around distractions? Have you held it accountable with a remote collar on a known command for like a downstay? So what I don't want you to do is like let it have freedom and then throw it in the crate and be like, well, I don't like that behavior. Hold your dog accountable everywhere. Next. Lauren, I know this is crazy, but my 20-pound mini Aussie is barely affected by his IQ Plus e-collar, smallest possible size. Even when using a high setting, my former trainer blames it on his tiny neck. Your former trainer doesn't know what he's talking about. Um, it's most likely a contact issue. Also, remember, the IQ is, I mean, I can blow through that at, at on 100 very easily on my neck. Um, but big deal, I'm a human. We're talking about a dog. IQ does work for many, many dogs. It just might not be powerful enough, but I've got a feeling it is a contact issue. Next. Kathleen, Joelle, I did send it to you personally. Haha, <laughs> next time I'll send it to Jeff too. No, no, you don't have to do that. I was just wondering if I missed something. Guys, Joelle's got her own life. Now, if you do send things to Solid Canine Training, Joelle does see it though. Sure do. So she sees everything. That She sees almost... Eyes everywhere. She sees all my personal messages and all my direct messages. So... Please, I don't really look at them though. Yeah, you do, because it could be client. If it's something I have a, res like, I can respond to, but sometimes you do get like more personal ones, and I'm like, Jeff, read this. Yeah, but you I see, I don't ever like respond to those as you. But you, but I'm no, you don't, you don't, unless you ask me like, Jeff, what should I say? And I'll say, just say this, because it's a general question. Yeah. But yeah, what I meant by to say that is like you just see everything. But if you write to Joel privately, it's like that, that's fine. Don't feel like you have to write to me next. Dan, I tried the larger prongs on her, still nothing from her. I even pressed it against her and still no reaction. You could have a defective unit. I don't know. I'm not there. I'm not there. I also don't know your training skill. I don't know if you've also done any leash training with your dog. I'm not quite sure what you're trying to train or stop. Or we're talking, is this the one with the crate? I think so, yeah. So it's possible that you just, it's the wrong, it could be the wrong tool. A bonker might be better. But historically, a remote collar, if a do dogs can, dogs blow through 100 on a remote collar. Mm -hmm. Easy. Easy. Next. John, I felt bad for forcing him into the city life, but I had no choice due to a job offer. Yeah. Last week, ducked head and shook. Three months later, there's no more shaking or head ducking or turning. Solid heel. Nice. So don't feel bad. Well, I can't tell not someone to don't feel bad. This is the way I look at dog ownership. Hey, dog fit into my life. That's how I feel about it. Hey dog, fit into my life. It's my life. 
I've got clients that have moved out of beautiful, I've got clients that have moved out of beautiful homes in wonderful neighborhoods in a great city to maybe like, I mean, personally, I like, a, I like the country with land, but they actually preferred the city life, but they felt they needed more place for their dog to run. It's like, you actually don't. Um, train your dog to be off leash. There's always places to run your dog. And you just drive to it. So to me, yes, like we can't like leave for the weekend and leave a thing of dog food out like we would in a litter box like a cat. I guess we could with the dog, but you know, we do have to adjust our lives, you know, for a dog. But I'm also looking for a dog to fit into my life next. Mm-hmm. Melinda, just booked a Skype because the seminar is not feasible after the freaking thousands we've spent on training and medical stuff this past three months. Excited for the Skype though. E caller is on the way. Hold on here. Where'd you book the Skype for? for? Oh, for a working... Yeah, there's a difference between a... Because between an audit spot and a Skype, it's pretty damn close. Next. Jamie, just saying, hey, from New Jersey, nothing to report. You guys are looking good. Joelle is far better looking of the two. Uh, no shit. Oh, thanks, Jamie. Jamie? (laughs) You don't have to be a fucking rocket scientist to figure that one out. You just got to be breathing. Next. (laughs) Edward, fellow Northeast Ohio, Ohioan oh, here. Ohioan, yep, yep. Um, so I grew up with, if anybody's from Ohio, WMMS, Home of the Rock. This is back when WMMS, Home of the, home, did I say Home of the Rock? That's 94HJY. Um, home of the Buzzard. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah, the Buzzard. Yeah, Home of the Buzzard. WMMS, Home of the Buzzard. They used to pay $125 a month, I believe. Maybe it wasn't that much. If you had a Volkswagen Beetle, they would wrap it in the, the, the WMMS logo with the uh, buzzard on it, and they would send you a check or a check every month. 125 bucks a month ain't enough for that ugliness so, but, uh, but, but I don't even think it was 125 a month. This also goes back <laughs> fucking 45 <laughs> years ago. Shit. Oh my God. This goes back 45 years ago. So, yeah, that's like, that was probably more than the car payment. Yeah. Next. David Smith, LOL, I'm an 80s. I'm an old 80s rock star dude, right there with you, Jeff. Yep, me too. The Who, Queen, Stones, Journey, Sticks. I went to a Lionel Richie concert outside at Boston Music Center. You're so random. (laughs) I just remember that. What? Yeah, Boston Music Center. So random. You want to hear a really funny story? Oh, do I? There's a place called Boston Music Center. It's in, I think it's in Mansfield, Ohio. I had an employee... When I had a store in Newport, it was a tourist store. Mm-hmm. Her last name was Blossom. And I'm like, oh, that's funny. Blossom Music Center. She's like, yeah, that's my grandmother. I'm like, what? Her grandmother started it, was on the board of it. No, she was on the board of it, actually. And she would have, she was eventually going to be the president of it when her grandmother passed. Whoa. Yeah. And here we are in Newport, Rhode Island. Why do I feel like there's a lot of people from Ohio in, that come to Rhode Island? They even advertise stuff. Remember we were driving through and we're like, Providence College. Like, why are they advertising? PC College. Probably because they're trying to grab Ohio's. Because PC is sports and Ohio State is sports. And they're probably trying to grab some Ohio State people. So weird. That's probably what that was. Yeah. Interesting. Betty. Regarding the Chihuahua, starting from square one, jumping up on dining chairs, etc., need to invest more training reps before applying Punisher. Just thinking ahead. 
Um, no. You have a dog that jumps up on a chair? If you have a chihuahua that jumps on a chair, you take this bonker, say no, fucking whiz it. Man, you'd be surprised how far a fucking chihuahua will go. Next. Hey, your girl, my dog is very calm with me, but goes crazy when she sees new people. Yes, so that's typical, number one. Number one, so you have to learn how to cor correct that. Leash on the dog, prong on the dog, say no, nice firm leash pop, and then make sure the dog goes back into a down or keeps it in a heel. Next. Bob, Jeff, could your mom with the flashlight ever see the drugs and booze in the van, or did all the panties and bras cover your stash, LOL? Um, I usually dated girls without panties and bras. So, oh, my God. So, number one. <laughs> number two, the van had a raised bed in the back. And when you open up the back doors, that was sort of the basement. But from the inside, there was a hidden compartment. So what you can do is you can be driving the van. You can keep a, your cooler or your ton of beer in the, in, the, in the basement. Then you open up the hidden compartment and you reach in for a beer and you closed it. So if the cops ever stopped you, you're like, I got nothing in here, man. Next. And that's back when we used to drink Mad Dog 2020 and... Um, Stroh's in cans. I don't even know what that Stroh's is. Stroh's beer in cans and MD 2020. It's a red wine that's like, will get you plastered really quick. Sounds like And they used to sell Lawson's. Lawson, I should send them a fucking check for like $5,000 because I um, we used to um, uh, uh, borrow alcohol from them and never return it and never pay it. Um, they used to sell beer and wine. And Lawson's was a corner store, like a convenience store. So the way that Ohio was set up, I don't even know if it still is, beer and wine is sold at convenience stores and supermarkets, but liquor, like anything of high high yeah. alcohol content, was only at, um, um, at uh, uh, um, well, the package store here. But it's, state, it's a state store. Only the states own them. Oh, like in New Hampshire? It's a state store. The weird thing is now they have some beer that's pretty freaking high, so I wonder if how that would be. I don't even know if they have that law anymore, but that was Lawson's. I remember it was a blue, it was a blue and white sign, I think. It was right in the corner. It was right next to a hobby shop that I used to buy these smoke bombs from. I remember once I bought a ton of smoke... They have questions to answer. I, I bought a bunch of ton of smoke bombs, and I put them in... Um, I put them all... Tied them all together. And you know those big cement... The, uh, when they're doing construction, they have those cement pipes. They're huge. Yep. This one was on its side. So I w it was like six feet high. So I threw it all in there and it looked like the, there was a humongous fire inside of this this pipe. And the police actually stopped me. I'm glad you're putting all your dirty laundry out this there. This was a long time ago. I must I can't, I was. I used to ride a bicycle back then. A green Schwinn. God, I was probably like 10 or 11 years old. Getting all nostalgic here. Next. <laughs> Who else wants to keep this going? <laughs> so I noticed I was like 10 or 11 years old. Those were the days where I'd run from the cops. <laughs> yep. Next. Four ninety nine top chat from Michelle. I have some of my best training sessions while stoned. <laughs> Hopefully you're not working aggressive dogs. But... Okay. That doesn't happen here. Um... This goes back. I've been sober for over 30 years, so that ain't happening now. I don't know where I am now because you just like wouldn't stop talking about silly things. Um, None of that was silly. Nothing I talked about was silly. That's all important. David Smith. That's all important reference. Refer I gave it away for money. I lost my shit on that. <laughs> was he talking about my, the weed? Yeah. That's, a, that's a good line. I can just see it now. I can just. 
I can just see I can just see the headlines now from all my haters. <laughs> Jeff used to be a drug dealer. <laughs> I can just see it now. Drove a van. Oh my god. Took Jeff. girls in his van. And not only does <laughs> not only does Jeff bonk dogs and he owned a porn shop, he used to be a drug dealer. <laughs> Because he used to buy like an ounce of pot and separated it into dime bags and nickel bags. And he used to buy little things of hash and put them in little tiny things of tinfoil and sell them for five dollars a piece. Yeah, that drug dealer Gelman. Oh, man. I can just I can just I can just see the headlines now, all the fucking haters. It's like, what were you doing when you were fucking twelve and thirteen years old? Twelve and thirteen? My god. Fucking paper route didn't pay. You were driving a van? No, this is before I had the van. Oh, fucking shit. paper route didn't pay shit. What are you fucking nuts? Oh my god, I didn't do any of that shit till like my junior year of high school. Twelve and thirteen, you're in like eighth grade. Thirteen years old, yeah. That's so weird. I can't imagine my nephews doing that at their ages. I would kick their asses. I guess I didn't have you as a <laughs> aunt. Next. That's so crazy. Atmospheric. Whenever I go outside, my dog jumps up and nips me. Then she'll start nipping randomly. How do I stop this? She's almost two years old. Um, a very severe hard leash correction, remote correction, bonker. Yeah, I mean that's all. That's all punishable. Your dog. Your dog should be deathly afraid to put its mouth on you. Next. <clears throat> Bob, Jeff, e collar or bonker for kid separation anxiety? LOL. Um, uh, I think a bonker is going to be more. Politically correct. Next. Dan, great info. Thank you. Maybe I'll have to get a stronger e-collar. Yeah, it could be Dan. I don't Dan, do a Skype with me before you do that. It could, it could be a lot. There's a lot of variables. I saw the... I didn't watch the video. I read part of the narrative. Dan, just keep in mind, no disrespect, I get a shitload of those every day. So, I really can't look through them all. Next. <laughs> I gotta read Bob's. He says, smoke bombs and cement culvert. There's a cold case cough <laughs> Out there who can finally solve the mystery. <laughs> right? They're just like all these cases coming over. They're like, no. Gelman! Bob! The fucking guy, Gelman! Bob, I was caught. <laughs> Bob, I was caught though. It was solved right there. I was caught. And the guy's probably dead by now. I mean, I'm 54. You were also like five years well, old. No, but, but if it was a cop. I'm 54. He had to be at least 25 to 30 years older than me. Right. He still might be alive. He's still alive. He probably can't fucking. He doesn't even know fucking remember what the last. He's thing. probably watching the show. I can't stand Please. that fucking hooligan. That guy doesn't even know what he had for lunch. He doesn't remember what he had for lunch. He's not gonna remember that. Whatever. Sophia, what's your policy on dogs interacting with babies? New client's dog is inappropriate with their one-year-old licking him and invading his space, but owners don't seem to mind. Then uh, that that becomes a non. That's a non. Um, client for me that's a non-client so i read them the riot act and if they don't abide by it i i I'm go guys guys i'm done i'm no longer your dog trainer i'm very very strict when it comes to kids i'm very strict when it comes to kids and babies i'm sorry kids and dogs and dogs and babies very strict these are the rules. You break them. I'm not your dog trainer anymore and i'm not worried about fucking ratings or reviews or being sued I'm worried about fucking children don't have a choice. Children are sitting ducks. And if you can't fucking parent properly, well then guess what? I don't want you as a client. That's a massive parenting fail. Next. Sage Paw, do you know how to train it? Do, do you know to train a dog's skill good for people with autism? 
what do you want it to do? What's the task you want it to do? So task training is not what I do, but there is all the public access, all the obedience, stopping all the unwanted behaviors, there, and there are basic tasks possibly. But task training is not my level of expertise. Next. All of the little things. I don't know what the hell happened, but my one-year-old husky who's been a pain in the ass for months all of a sudden has been doing amazing the last couple of days. She went from constantly needing corrections to almost 100% compliant. Okay. So your dog is finally li listening to you. That's not a complaint, is it? That's a that's a good thing, right? Good thing. Next. Consistency. Yes. Manual. I have a three-and-a-half-month-old Pipple. He knows the basic sit-down and no commands. Is it too early to start training a more obedience commands like heal etc he's 14 weeks old you can start you can start heal and you can start just start doing more more repetitions mm -hmm. start doing light proofing don't look for too much duration yet but you can start minimal yes and you also can start you can also start layering remote collar over it next becky lou hi jeff and joelle i use a hand towel mini bonker for my chihuahua and you should see how it works amazing i like the no bowling ball effect she never whines while i'm preparing meals there you go there you go also if you like the show give us a thumbs up if, if you totally don't like the show give us a thumbs down um also if you're not part of our family hit solid canine training join join the channel hit notifications also don't forget we're on instagram instagram stories um don't forget we're also on um uh, 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 Facebook. Um, we're also on TikTok. So check out all of our different platforms. We try to put up, we try to put up unique content on everything. Next. Yamelia. Hi guys. I'm getting a puppy, specifically a Cavalier King Charles Spaniel. Mm -hmm. The breeder tells me harsh punishment shouldn't be done due to the breed's sensitive nature and temperament. Is that true? Thanks. Okay. So ask the breeder when the dog is nine months old and biting you, what should you do? What should you do? Okay, any breeder that says a dog doesn't need punishment and they're sensitive is full of shit. All dog training is based on one thing. Is the dog doing it or not doing it? Okay, so when it comes to obedience, you have to train it. We used a re To train an obedience command, we use a reward-based system. We, 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 we don't talk about this much on the show because nobody asks. And I wouldn't answer. I'd say watch one of our videos. But all basic obedience is clicker and um, food trained. Dogs daily food. Clicker and food trained. Okay? But to stop an unwanted behavior, that's a punisher. So if you're, when your King Child Spaniel starts guarding its food bowl and bites your kid on the face, hey, breeder... What non, what's the word that he used? Harsh punishment? Non, yeah, non-harsh punishment. Okay. What non-harsh punishment do you suggest now that this dog bit my kid on the face? What should I do? My child can't walk within five feet of this food bowl and my dog doesn't just growl. It runs across the kitchen and bites my kid. What do you suggest I do? Which non-harsh punishment? Create the dog, that's probably a good idea, but that doesn't fix the problem. How do I fix this problem? What do I do? Hey, breeder, every time I put a leash on the dog, the dog bites my hand to the, bite, literally bites it and doesn't let go. What do you suggest I do? Which non-harsh punishment should I do when the dog bites my hand? Look at my hand. It's all black and blue and all filled with bite marks. 
Why? Because I took your advice. Now what do you suggest? Because I'm actually tired of it. All my advice is based on the actions of a dog. I have not once said, go up to a well-behaved dog and punish it. I've never said that in my life. I've never said, go up to a dog that is barking and stop it from barking. I'm sorry, that has not been barking. No. A dog that's walking perfectly on heel, I wouldn't correct for breaking heel. It's walking on heel. Everything I suggest is based on the dog's actions. That's why all these hate videos that get pushed, put out about me, I'm like, you do realize that I'm fixing unwanted behaviors. Like, do you do realize that, right? Like, I'm responding to a dog's behavior. I'm not just randomly going up to a dog and doing something. That's what abuse is. So the dog, my punishment is based on the, the what's the word, contingency, the contingent of the dog's the dog's behavior. Yeah. It's like, hello, welcome to the world, welcome to life. It's like somebody coming in here right now, it's a police officer coming in here right now, knocking on my front door, I answer the front door, and he goes, hey Jeff Gelman, we're going to give you a ticket for speeding from 10 minutes ago. It's like, I've been on this podcast for the last hour and a half. How could I have been speeding 10 minutes ago? It's impossible. My truck's right there. I'm sitting here. They wouldn't do that. Now, going home, they won't do that either because I don't speed, but they could. So people have to remember this when it comes to this. So, But I'm going on this a little bit of a rant, and I know I am, because so much has been taken out of context in, 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 in because of my podcast, but also so many owners are being lied to. And the reason why that they're giving up dogs is because they're being lied to. Next. Um, <clears throat> Bob, Jeff, that cop is in a nursing home drooling in his porridge, listening to the show, enjoying a hooligan-free <laughs> retirement, LOL. It's true. He's loving it. He's like, fuck that shit. I remember them days. Getting blowjobs in the parking lot by the fucking hookers. Next. <sighs> Corey. My one-year-old dog has bitten a few friends, family, seemingly out of nowhere while being pet. I'm not allowing people to pet him anymore, but what can I do to stop this? It's very worrisome to me. Um, can this biting ever be fixed? I'm worried he may bite and I get sued or have to rehome him. Okay, number one, yes, you should be worried. Yes, the dog could be, you could be sued. Yes, you'd have to be rehomed or the dog would have to be killed. Yes, you should stop letting people um, pet him. Yes, it could be fixed, but it's not going to happen on this podcast. But for now... Don't let people pet the dog. That's the smartest thing you can do. Next. <clears throat> Kara, watching the show from a soccer game with my GSC and a double down next to me. Everyone is stretching and talking loudly very close to her. She's doing great. Awesome. Proud of you. Dark Warrior, hey J&J, what's the best way to stop a dog that is being reactive? That's assuming the arousal isn't stopped prior to the explosion. Um, once it explodes, get out of there. Next. Carmen. Our seven-year-old pit has severe anxiety, crating e-collar, and even ignoring her makes her shake. Tried crating, but always escapes, even after e-collar corrections in the crate. Any suggestions? Thanks. Y yes, there's a lot of nuances. You're missing something. The dog, you have to get an escape-proof crate, so zip ties, carabiners. Shaking, don't worry about it. Sh excuse me, I've got the hiccups all of a sudden. Shaking, the dog is processing. The dog is processing the information. Don't worry about it whatsoever. Guys, we have to end this show, so we missed a bunch of the questions, right? There's a few, yeah. Okay, go ahead, finish it up then. Um, but after those questions, we're done. Next. Okay. 
Kara, having a hard time tackling whining when we pull up to sports complex. Yep. Only place she whines when we pull. No other dogs, no free roaming. I don't get it. I know. It's excite. It's arousal. It's excitement. Mm -hmm. It's excitement. That's all it is, is excitement. So your dog's excited. So what do you do? No. Correct. Next. The Desi dog father. Can we train a dog everything using an e-collar? Um, everything? Probably not everything, but you can train your dog to do all the obedience commands and you can train your dog to stop unwanted behaviors with it. So yes, but everything, I mean, there's got to be something you can't do it with. But as far as like as a pet dog trainer, you can train the dog to train every obedience command. Sit, down, heel, place, recall, kennel up, stay in your kennel, wait at thresholds, stop barking, stop jumping, out. stop resource guarding, out, um, stop, you can, you can do all that. Next. All right, last one. Bob's got jokes tonight. Jeff, that cop at the door trying to give speeding ticket. It was for how fast you answer questions. LOL. <laughs> Bob, you're on. You're on. Bob's you're, on fire. Bob, Bob, you're on fire, man. Bob, you need your own podcast, buddy. Come on, Bob. Get a podcast going. All right, guys, we, we're ending the show. We answered all the questions. We answered all the questions. It's time to go. It's nine thirty-one. I got um, videos to edit. You got videos to edit. I got work to do. Um, what time? What day of the week is today? Wednesday. <laughs> I don't know Tomorrow's anymore. Thursday. You know, tomorrow I got. I got two one-on-ones and I got a bunch of Skypes. I'm doing one-on-ones again. Oh, you're busy tomorrow. Yeah, I'm doing one-on-ones again. Nice. Yeah, I'm back. I think I've got four scheduled for the week. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. People can, you can, you can, you can buy a VIP one-on-one -on -one with By Jeff. By time you got out on that freaking rubber floor, I know. Man. Training dogs. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing out here? So no, but I'm excited about that. I have to make sure someone gets photos. It's like, yeah, look, Jeff trained, actually trains dogs at this place. Mm. Um, that's good. A lot of great stuff. Um, and uh, that's it. I got to go potty anyway, so now's a good time. Probably. All right. All right, guys. We're madly in love with you. For everybody out there that's kicking ass out there, we actually are in love with you because you're doing all the hard work. I'm just the guy with a big mouth. Um, Joelle's the one with a beautiful face. Um, she's more than that. She's the hardest worker that I know. Um, we've got uh, two, uh, 12 days off. Two, no, two weeks from tomorrow. Not off, but yes, yeah, no. here. So two weeks from tomorrow, we leave for Seattle. Yeah. Yep, two weeks from tomorrow, we leave for Seattle. Thank you, JetBlue. Thank you, Mint. I scored some Mint tickets at a good price. Nice. So we're flying Mint, which is... I a, love Mint. It's a six uh, and a half hour flight. Nice. Lie down. Nice. That's right. So, I'm sorry. They, mint is the best. The best. Well... I think they serve the best food. The people are so nice. Yes. They have espresso. You know what? They do have they espresso. They are the best. They do have espresso. <laughs> They're the best. Yes. Um, I didn't get the seats we wanted, but that's okay. Yeah. Um, we got row one. Um, uh, if you guys fly Mint and you're flying by yourself, so if you fly JetBlue Mint and you're flying by yourself, the way that it's set up is two one two one two. Get the one seat. Get the individual seat by itself. The reason is it's the same price, and it takes up just as much space as two seats does. So there's two seats in front of you, two seats behind you, and then there's your seat. But your seat, literally, you get storage to the right, storage to the left. You literally get double the seat. The seat width is probably the same, but you get double the seat, which is really weird that they would do that. It's like, I don't know, why Why would they do that? I don't know. Like, why would they just do two, like add another seat in? I don't know. It's so weird. Ask them. I, I will. I'm, when we, we will. We'll ask them. It's like, why did you And they're probably going to be like, you're too loud. <laughs> <laughs> this is twice 
I got the nastiest fucking Twice look. Twice now in an airport or airplane, he's been too fucking loud. I was I, and get scolded more than twice, I'm sure. But I got I got loud. I got yelled at. Where was that? On the way to Hawaii. On the way to Hawaii. He's like screaming about freaking what was it? Hot sauce. He didn't get hot sauce for his eggs, and he's like. I want hot sauce. I was talking so loud. First of all, I was joking about it, but she, the way, the, the, the dirtiest look. The She's fl- like the flight attendant. <laughs> the flight attendant. I, I had my headphones on, and we get eggs because we we sat up in a, um we got we had a beautiful breakfast, so we had eggs. Those were good eggs, by the way. We had eggs. I wouldn't know. I didn't get them. Oh, oh no, that flight. <laughs> you had you had them on that flight. It was on another flight. You didn't get eggs. They're like pepperoni calzone. That's all that's left. <laughs> Like, I'm good. So we got eggs, and the woman goes, oh, can I get some hot sauce? And I just go, yeah, I didn't get any hot sauce either. I didn't know how loud I was talking. So loud. And the woman gave me the, na- the, 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 the um, uh, what do you call it? flight attendant stewardess. I don't know, people, I guess saying stewardess or steward is, is not politically correct. So the flight attendant gave me the dirtiest fucking look. And she was like, you're really loud. And I almost was like, and I was almost like, I, I said, you must have people on these planes to get drunk and obnoxious. I was just talking loud. Yeah. I'm sorry. I had my headphones on. I can't be the first person with headphones on that was talking loud on the plane. <laughs> I just can't be. Maybe. But she could have also said, excuse me, you're talking loud. And she could have put a smile on her face. Yeah. Agreed. That was so no, rude. No. I mean, I'm sorry. Even the lady next to me thought it was funny. She's like, he doesn't realize how loud he's yeah, talking. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she could have smiled. Yeah. She could have. And I apologized to her afterwards. Mm-hmm. I walked right up to her and I said, I'm really sorry. I had my headphones on and I didn't know that I was talking so loud. I'm so sorry. You know, because I was. But it's like, but she could have not given me the nastiest <laughs> look in the world. Agreed. Agreed. It's like, I bet you hijackers don't get looked at like that. Oh, my God. Stop. It's, We're ending the show. It's true. There's no hijackers. But I bet you. We're ending the show. I bet you hijackers get smiled Stop more than it. that. They have to. They have to. Oh, my God. All right, guys. Madly loving you. Take care. On that note. Good night. We're out of here. Okay. We should take a poll. End that damn show, will you? Any hijackers out there? (gasps) Do they give you dirty looks on planes or do they smile? I'm never getting on an airplane again. Oh, my God.